all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Everyone to the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host Bianca Fly. Want to say happy Thursday to you guys out there. You guys, hey, we are officially towards the end of the week, so hopefully you're going out with a banker. You guys, and speaking of a banker, <laughs> we got a special guest this evening. You guys, we got Arthur Cordelia Michelson in the building. You guys, so for all you lovers and lusters, mm-mm-mm. we got. The romance novelist herself in the building this evening, you guys. We're going to be talking about her next uh, release, which is Girl, uh, book two of the Binding series. So she's going to come on, and we're going to delve um, into this. We're going to talk about uh, where this book came from, some of the inspirations for it, all that good stuff and more. So this is the show for you if you are looking uh, for a great book. A great book and a great author to get you some of those very tempting, temptalicious, as I like to call it, temptalicious type of books, you guys. So make sure you guys are tuned in. Make sure you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all over the place. Let everybody know that Cordelia Michelson is over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And as always, big shouts out to YRN1328, the network who officially hosts uh, the beautiful Butterfly Radio Show and the awesome other platforms that we offer. And speaking of other awesome platforms, you guys, make sure uh, you guys check out Conversations uh, with Trent that goes on tomorrow night uh, with him and the lovely Lisa Tillman Page, you guys. They're going to be coming on um, Friday on the network, and they're going to be doing their show, and they're going to be talking about forgiving someone who isn't sorry. So, yeah, we, 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 we've all had that person who just wasn't sorry for the things they said or might have did or whatever, and we'll talk about that process of learning to forgive. So make sure you guys go out and support uh, Trent and Lisa. That's tomorrow um, right here and uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that is your radio, your conversation with Conversations with Trent. Uh, featuring the lovely Lisa Tillman page. So make sure you guys uh, note that and uh, tune into that show tomorrow because it's going to be an awesome one. And um, as always, we want to thank you guys who continue to support the network and all the great things that we do over here, you guys. So not going to delay any longer, you guys. I'm going to bring the lady of the hour in here. Cordelia, you there? I'm here. How are you? 
I'm doing good. See, every time I hear your voice, Corzia, it makes me like want to turn down the lights and light the candles and <laughs> get the mood going. Uh... <laughs> I don't know why I have a cold, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here sucking oh on a cough drop. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Well, welcome back to the show. I'm glad to have you on, and um, I see that you are still moving and grooving. And uh, before we get into the book tonight in our discussion, tell the folks um, who may not know uh, this might be their first time getting to know you. Tell them a little bit about who is Cordelia Michael. Cordelia Michelson, she's such an interesting character. <laughs> um, wow, what can I tell you about me? Um, I'm from upstate New York. I love to write. I've always been into writing. Uh, finally, at 40, said, you know what? Let's make it happen. So that's what I do. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and this is what I do on the side. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, how did you get into um, I, I know we talked about this before, but uh, for the people who who are just meeting you for the first time, tell us how did you get into um, being a romance um, novelist? What was it about this particular genre that kind of just just pulled you in? Oh, okay. So <laughs> one summer, I decided to start reading them. And, I mean, not to knock anyone else, everyone does their thing, you know, more power to them. But I found that, yes, we were getting all that romance and all that juicy, juicy, you know what. But there was no Mm -hmm. plot. There was nothing that drew you in other than they're about to get it on. So for me, I needed something more. I wanted something that gave my readers something to hold on to, something to chew on to, something to make them think, something to make them feel, along with all that other good bounce wow wow on the side. Right. And, and what do you think? Uh, because a lot of times, and I think that's one of the things that kind of, um, for some people, you know, they may read uh, romance books and then some of them don't because sometimes, let's just be real, sometimes they're a little cheesy. You know, they're a little cheesy and you're like, okay, is this realistic? Is, is this really taking place? And so what made you, you know, decide, you know, well, I'm going to put my, my own little spin on this. So what do you do to bring that, you know, that that that, that want factor uh, to your books? Actually, it's, it's just a feeling. I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I start writing something, and for me, I always have to take it out to left field. I got to make a quick U-turn, back <laughs> it up, make you want to pull your hair out. <laughs> because, I mean, this is life. I mean, not everything is a happily ever after all the time. Yeah. So right. it, I don't know. I just feel as though things happen in life the same way that they should in a book. It's not like you mm-hmm. just you meet Prince Charming, and you go and live in the castle. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and do you think that for a long time, um, you know, that's kind of where people stayed? Because when we when we read books, it, it was that typical thing where you had someone who stayed in the, in the castle or, you know, in, in some type of, you know, very fairy tale. So do you think that books are more readable when you make them just, just more realistic? 
I think that they are. I I mean, I feel like, you know, before we were reading books because we needed to see what people with no problems had. Everything was just hunky-dory right. and everything was fine, but it's just it's not real. It's not real. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. is the reader supposed to relate to the character if the character never has any issues? They wake up in the morning, right. there's birds flying, they automatically have as much <laughs> money as they need in their bank account, and he's just beautiful, and everything is right as rain. Oh. It just doesn't roll that way. Right. which is true you know and i think a lot of times you know in in reading you know we come across things and we're like man this is you know is this possible oh definitely definitely Courtney, can you hear me i can hear you now i lost you for a little bit oh okay Oh, we had a question from Gabrielle, and she wants to know, where do you draw your inspiration from for your books? I draw my inspiration from everywhere, um, from music, from it's a, definitely music. I mean, I can hear a song, and two chapters will pop into my head that I haven't even written, and I mm-hmm. just go at it. I'm also an empath, so I deal with people's emotions every day that affect oh, wow. me on a deeper level than most. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just, it's a gut feeling. And if I feel it, I go with it and I, I turn it into, I don't know, magic. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And hi, Gabrielle. Which is is always a, a great thing, you know, to, to be able to pick up things from, from different places and so forth. And so I know, um, for a lot of times, especially, and I'm gonna tell you guys, you have to guys <clears throat> go and join um, Cordelia's groups on Facebook. I'm telling you guys, you're gonna be in store <laughs> for look, in store for a treat on the daily. Like you're gonna get a morning, afternoon oh, yes. snack, and you know all the all, <laughs> a little all dessert. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> which is good. And do you find that, you know, having that, that openness with your readers allows you to engage more um, with them? Oh, definitely it does. I, I love my readers. I mean, they will message yeah. me while they're reading the book and be like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> How could you do this? So for me, I'm like, what a better way to be with them than be in the group. And you can be right. you and I can be me. And it don't matter if I'm using four-letter words or not. This is who I am. And you get to <laughs> be around me and, and see how my crazy mind works. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and of course, uh, for you, what is that? Um, and let's see. Okay, we got another question uh, for Erica. Is how do you? What is the difference? Um, and I think we talked about this the last show, but it's a great question. Uh, Erica wants to know what is the difference between a romance novel and an erotic novel. Oh, she asked a real good question. Because I've been grappling that <laughs> with myself for a long time. But I yeah. think the difference is, is that, and I, and I actually read this in a comment the other day, is that uh-huh. the romance is more of a lighter version mm-hmm. of okay. Okay. the nitty gritty. I mean, you okay. know, there's 
there's a difference, I guess, especially I would say with things that I write in the beginning, I'm like, yes, I'm a romance novelist. And that is in actuality what I am. But I realize that some of the words that I use and some of the descriptions that I use are <laughs> a little bit more than like PG-13 and R should be, right. little, you know, maybe in the X. <laughs> I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yes, yes. And so the thing about it is that do you find that um, a lot of times um, with, um, you know, having a book, um, like this, um, or just put, putting out books like that, do you have to constantly keep people's imagination going? So do you find yourself always trying to find creative ways to present the story and to set up a scene in the story? You know, I, I think I've, I've always been that way. I, I get bored way too easily. So yeah. I have to have that idea that just sticks with me. I, I see it in my sleep. I, you know, mm-hmm. I feel it all the time and then I go with it. And right. usually while I'm writing it, it kind of takes a life of its own. And I'm like, Oh, so we're going to go do that. Are we? Okay. Let's <laughs> roll with it and see what happens. <laughs> but I can't just do the basic. I can't just do the ordinary. I just, I don't roll that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the great things that, you know, sets you apart from, other authors, you know, of having that unique style of your own and, and, and bringing that own charisma um, to your books. And, and speaking of your books, um, the one that we're going to be discussing tonight, uh, which is Girl, uh, book two of the Binding series. So let's rewind a little bit and tell everybody, um, <laughs> let's, let's go back to, to book one. <laughs> And uh, oh, yeah. we're going to talk about this binding series. So what are what are folks, when when folks go and they purchase this book and they're listening, you know, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and they say, man, I you know, heard about this author. When they go and they purchase uh, <laughs> book one, <laughs> what are they going to be in store for so they can prepare themselves uh, <laughs> what's coming ahead? <laughs> that this girl done lost her mind. Um, <laughs> let's see. Book one of the Binding series, Girl Divided. It's a great book. Uh, it's got a lot of stuff, and it. it's got BDSM in it. It's got some witchcraft in it. It's mm-hmm. got, but it also has real life aspects in it, like alcoholism. There's all these different things that okay. are jam packed in this book. And I did it that way on purpose. I wanted some realistic things with some far-fetched things and and mix them together in like a casserole and just throw it at you. And that's pretty much what I did. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful. So for us, um, and tell us a little bit about um, some of the characters that they're going to be introduced um, in, in the Binding series. Oh, my goodness. Well, in book one, you're going to meet mm-hmm. Ellis Calhoun, who is this oh-so-sexy, oh-so-rich dom. That's the best way to describe him. And then yeah. there's Vivian Parker, who is this was a successful vegan chef who has a monkey on her back, and she goes through some things and ends up moving in with him and, and not doing the cooking thing anymore. And then there's 
Delphine Journay. Delphine, the witch. The witch who refuses to be dominated. So it's this very interesting twist. Uh, So that's Mm -hmm. book one. But when you get to book two, because book two takes you to a completely different place. You're going to go from New York City in book one to New Orleans. You're going to a place where witches are upon you like the mailman. They're very common. They're everywhere. And they come from different backgrounds, different walks of life. And they're so vibrant and so strong. I I think you guys are really like them. And I think one of the most interesting things for me in this, this, this book in particular is usually what I, when I develop a character and a character is a big thing for me, my characters are very, very strong. They have to be, I love them. I Mm -hmm. eat, breathe and sleep them. Um, And this time with this book, I took a different route. Normally, some of my characters are based off of people that I know, people who are in my life. It it could be anyone from my son's bus driver. It's just something about their personality that sticks with me, and and I'm like, oh, they have to be in a book. (laughs) I might not tell them. I might tell them, but they have to be in a book. This particular book, something totally different happened. It totally knocked me off my rocker. Um, a lot of times we have muses for our books, whether it's uh, an actor, um, a model, what have you, as far as physical features mm-hmm. go. And there's this one character in particular, Arcel, and he is just this laid back, oh, he's just got a vibe about him. He's got so much swagger, it's ridiculous. And <laughs> I came across this beautiful, beautiful man, and he's a model and he's amazing. Um, and it was his look that really drew me in. So then I decided to create this character based on him. And I got a chance to get to know him and interview him and, and do all these things. And it was just amazing to form this character on someone that I didn't even know that totally just mm-hmm. came to life. And it was amazing. It was amazing. His name is Robbie Granball. He is beautiful. You ladies will love him. He's very different. <laughs> He's got this look. I mean, he's awesome. You should definitely check him out. Google him. He's on Facebook. He's everywhere. And he's been so great through the whole thing. So that was probably the best experience with this book. And do you think, like, going back to the things that, like you mentioned, that take place uh, within the book, but uh, I want to mainly ask the question, focus on the romance. Do you believe that? People, some people, have actually lost the art or the the idea of what romance is. Um. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, for mm-hmm. me, it's 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 funny because I don't look at myself as as a typical romantic person, like flowers and hearts and candy. That that's not who right. I am. It's about a connection that you have with a person. And I feel as though if you put that in a book, if you can get those words out on paper that encompass all of those things, then you have a romance. Any way you slice it, you'll have a romance. Right. Uh, to me, it's all about the connection and, and the chemistry between the characters. Even if you put them Definitely. in a situation that's so difficult that you don't know how they're going to get out of it, if they have that connection there, that's an instant 
fall in love with these two characters kind of a thing. And right. to me, that's romance. Absolutely. 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 I couldn't agree more. And uh, what I want to do is I want to take a break, but we're going to come back, you guys, and we're going to delve um, into uh, what, Book two um, is going to be bringing towards you guys in your way. So keep those questions coming, you guys. Um, or you can feel free to call in um, and talk to Cordelia live yourself. Uh, the number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Let's take a little break, and we're going to come right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers.
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. This evening, you guys, we are joined by the romance novelist herself. You guys, Cordelia Michelson, you guys, and we're discussing her book entitled Girl, book two of the Binding series. And if you are just tuning in, no worries. You still got time to listen to the awesome interview. And if you're out there, you got any questions or comments, uh, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. You know, you have to just press 1 to be a part of the conversation. And, of course, um, Cordelia, uh, speaking of, of this book, uh, book two, um, the binding series, I know, it's, I know it's probably 20 times hotter than the first one. <laughs> so with this one, um, and, I, and I have to ask, is there any, because I always ask when people write a, a second part to a book, is there pressure – to make it even just as, you know, great as the first one. Oh, my goodness, girl. I don't know how many times I've pulled my hair out. Yes. Yes, there's a lot of pressure. (laughs) You want to make it as just as intense as the first one. But in this case, this second book is completely different from the first book, even though some of the characters are still in it. Right, right, and, and and the thing about it, you know, with the book too, um, and, and of course, when people read uh, book one, uh, people always are eager and anticipating on what can, what more juiciness <laughs> can she bring us uh, <laughs> in the in the next book? And so, do you? I mean, like, I guess my other question is, like, do you sometimes sit back? like one of those mad scientists in the lab and kind of laugh <laughs> at some of the stuff that you come up with. <laughs> um, I do, I do, I do. And I mean, my poor husband is so sick of me and girl book two, because I'm already like, well, wait, we got to get to book three. And he's like, uh, can we slow down here? What are you going to do with these characters in book two? I'm like, oh, you just wait, and especially because it's with, Crap, it's even better because I make yeah. them do everything and it's so much fun. <laughs> which is which is you know, one of the things. Um and I'm glad um just so much um within your stories. You know, you talk about, you know, the BDSM and witchcraft and so much take place. What made you decide to incorporate <laughs> um just so many topics? Within your books, just because that's how my mind works, I don't even have yeah. an answer yeah. for you. It's just how my <laughs> mind works. I like difficult layers of of things and to see how I can blend them together and make mm-hmm, it work. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. always because I think for me, I have to challenge myself just as much as I challenge the readers. I have to challenge myself. Right. So the more difficult I can make it, that's what I'm going to do. And the thing about it is that, you know, I, I think that it, it opens up a lot of people's mind to, to things that some of us would never delve into. You know, some of us, um, you know, as our youth were taught, you know, you, you don't mess around with <laughs> 
witchcraft or, or any of that. You're going to go to you hell. Know, you know, right, 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 right. You know, and so a lot of people kind of strayed away from even, you know, even, you know, delving into those type of things or, or, or doing any research on them because they were always forewarned, you know, the negative uh, of it all. So, yeah, it's very interesting to see you incorporate that in these stories. It, well, I'll tell you a little something. It, it, uh, wow, how do I even begin? Um, in my family, we've come to learn that the women on our side of the family all have gifts. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was something that interested me, especially because there are members of my family who it's never talked about. You went to church. That stuff is wrong. You're going to hell. But mm-hmm. for those of us in our family who were struggling with this this gift and didn't know what to do with it, that mm-hmm. felt mm-hmm. more isolating than anything. So for right. me, okay. it just taught me to embrace who I am and embrace everybody else. So I think that's part of the reason why I actually went into the whole witchcraft, Wiccan section of the book because not everything is what, what, what people think that it is. A lot of it is preconceived notions on what the craft is, what gifts are, and they're not all bad things. And I think that was a big thing for me to sort of, I don't know, I mean, don't quote me, I'm not, you know, a professor or anything, but just to give a little bit more about what it is. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I think that's one of the things, you know, a lot of people are, just misinformed um, about different things. And and like I said, some people won't even, you know, give certain things a second thought. So, you know, to be able to incorporate all of that, you know, is is fantastic. And so, of course, we're at book two and – and, and of course, we want people to purchase it. But what what are we what are we going to be looking at uh, when we open up book two, um, girl um, of the Biden series? Wow. Okay. So what you're going to find is that there's a character who wakes up on a plane and doesn't remember anything. She has no idea why she's on the plane, where she's going, where she came from. Nothing. And she wow. steps off the plane in New Orleans and is surrounded by witches. She has no idea. She has no idea what she stepped into. And she ends up befriending a witch who kind of takes her in and, and decides that with her not having a memory, she's too vulnerable to the other witches that they don't like. So he mm-hmm. brings her to stay with someone that he knows. He brings her to stay with Pip, who is this sassy, quirky witch. And this witch lost her niece. Her niece is Delphine from book one. Mm. And no, so she pretty much ends up in Delphine's life and entangled Mm -hmm. in her family, her old lover, a new lover, from a rival coven. There's all these different things that occur in this book, but 
there's lots of secrets and there's lots of twists and turns and lots of drama. Mm -hmm. And, oh, yes, there's a lot of good loving in this book. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of good loving. (laughs) There's a whole lot of loving. (laughs) Everyone's free to love as they want to. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But I think that you all will really love the characters because they're just so intense and in your face that you're not sure who you love and who you hate. And I did that on purpose because I love them all. No Mm -hmm. matter whether they're good or whether they're bad, they all have this sort of about them that you want to know what happens to them. You want to know what they're thinking. So there's a lot of characters and I've never done that before. And it's, it's hard. It's like having 27 voices in your head at one time. Wow. And, and, and for you, um, delving into these books, um, I, do people always ask you, and I want to know, when, when people come to you, is one of the questions is, Cordelia um, must be like the sex goddess, you know, having all the tips and so <laughs> forth. So do you find that... <laughs> But do you do you find that some of your readers are like, man, give me some tips, give me some, you know, some ideas? Um, not necessarily my readers. Other writing friends do. I mean, we, yeah, you know, yeah, we trade yeah. secrets and tidbits back and forth. You know what? Right. Um, I'm tired of doing it this way. Is there another way? We bounce ideas off of each other all the time. I do think right. the the interesting thing is is that <laughs> this is kind of funny. I, I was. At uh, like a performance for one of my children, and I was standing there, and uh, there's quite a few people that are, you know, a part of my group, uh, friends with me on Facebook, what have you, and I had um, a mom come up to me and whisper to me, I liked your hotness of the day, keep it up, and just walked <laughs> away, and here I am standing here, and my husband just gives me this look, and I'm like, yeah, that that's what I do. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Wow. So it's definitely interesting just any way you slice it, it's interesting, whether it's, you know, speaking with other writers on how we bounce ideas off of each other or, oh, my Lord, that scene has been played out so many times, we need to come up with something different. It's always fresh and exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and I hope they don't come to me for advice. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter five, <laughs> paragraph seven. <laughs> incredible, incredible. And of course, uh, for you, um, of course, we are what nineteen days into two thousand and seventeen. So, yes. what's next in store uh, for Cordelia Michelson? Um, it was really funny because I was speaking to Robbie about this the other day, you've been used for the character. And I was saying how I really want to keep going with this series. I sort of genre hopped. I'm now in paranormal and I kind of like it. So I don't know. I'm going on that whole concept of having a book hangover when you read a book and you're like, but wait, I need more. So I feel as though the series, there's going to be a couple more books from that. There might even be some sort of side books that come from it. Um, and then trying to take a break to get into the business aspect. There's a lot of things that I need to do. And when you are 
new at this whole game, you know, you don't have a PA, you don't have, you can't afford one. Oh my goodness. So it's a lot of the things that I don't get a chance to get done, like getting these books and paperback, getting a logo, all these different things that need to happen for myself to go further. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, as far as your books, uh, I know you got a, a lot more coming because the year is still just beginning. So I know you got a lot of treats in store for the folks uh, to come. Oh, I do. (laughs) 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 Wonderful, wonderful. So for the folks out here um, who want to uh, go and purchase your awesome books, um, tell them where they can go to purchase. You can go to Amazon, and all you have to do is type in Cordelia Michelson, M-I-C-H-E-L-L. SN in that search engine and everything will pop up. The Where Love May Find You series will pop up. You will find Still Life. You'll find The King's Inheritance and you will find Girl Divided, book one of the binding series and soon Girl, book two of the binding series. <laughs> oh, How is that? Did I do good this wrong. time? I... <laughs> Absolutely. And, oh. and a question just came in from um, Michael, he wants to know where did you come up with the titles uh, for your book, Girl? And oh, that's funny. <laughs> I actually put it on Facebook because I had no idea. I it was funny. I called it just the excuse my French the WTF in my writing. That's what I called it right. for a long time because I had no idea what it was going to be called. And I kept saying, well, it's about right. this girl. And someone said to me, well, then there you go. So we kind of came up with, you know, each book will will reference girl. But the binding okay. series, that's interesting. Binding in reference to binding souls together in reference to the silver cord that deals with soul connections. There's a lot behind everything that goes into one of my books, whether it's the title, whether it's the playlist, whether it's the characters, there's, there's all sorts of hidden messages all throughout. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, definitely um, people be on the lookout for, um, all of the juicy, I'm going to say the juicy aspects that goes on uh, in these incredible books uh, from Cordelia herself. And, I, and once again, I'm going to encourage you guys to make sure you go and, and check her out on Facebook. Join her group. Do yourself a yes, Cordelia's closet. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something in my closet. You should come and check it out. Yes. Yes. And don't forget, I'm telling you. my pearls on a daily. <laughs> yes. And please check out the muse for that character. He's such an awesome, awesome guy. Robbie Gamrell, he's amazing. His last name is spelled G-A-M-B-R-E-L-L. Check him out. He's got some amazing work out there. He sings. Oh, he's just great. You'll love him. You'll love him. Wonderful, wonderful. And if folks want to connect with you on um, social media, how do they go about doing that as well? I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. You type in Cordelia Michelson, like I said, M-I-C-H-E-L-S-E-N, and you will find me everywhere. I mean, I'm trying to be everywhere. That's what I should have said. I'm trying to be everywhere. <laughs> 
that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> that is definitely a, a great thing. And, of course, um, it's always great having you here on the show. And uh, I just love your passion for doing what you're doing. Um, you know, one of the, the things is is for us to uh, enjoy the things that we are doing. You know, it's a lot of folks who do stuff. And some of us did. You know, we we, we did jobs and so forth, and it was just draining. And, and being able to, you know, get to that point where you say, okay, you know, because you mentioned earlier in the show, you know, at, at the age of 40, you decided, all right, you know, <laughs> we, we're, let's do it. This is something Work it that out. I always wanted to do. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. You know, it's, it's that's the thing. I love what I do. Yeah. No, yeah. it is never, 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 never yeah. too late. And, and if that's anything yeah. that I can put out there, do it. Just do it. I literally yeah. picked up a notebook and a pen, and believe it or not, that is how I write my books. I do not start by sitting down at a computer. I have a drawer full oh, wow. of okay. five-star subject notebooks, and that's just how I started, and it just sort of it went from there. I wrote one, and then I said, well, there's still something, something stirring inside. I've got to write another one. And that's just kind of how it went. So please always follow your dreams. doesn't matter what age you are, do it. Whatever the obstacles are, find a way to do it. You only live once. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. That is definitely the truth. And so for you, uh, for those upcoming um, and aspiring romance novelists, what would be Cordelia's um, advice to them on um, getting into this genre and, and kind of, you know, making it their own. Oh, easy. Write the book you want to read. It's that simple. Write the book you want to read. Worry about all the other stuff later. Write the book you want to read. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it, love it, love it. And uh, as I always say, it's always a pleasure um, having you here on the show and uh, connecting with you. And so I know you'll be back again with something hot. Of course I will. <laughs> as long as you want hot me, honey, I'm always here. <laughs> hot and and thank you so hot much for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. I'll be talking with you again soon. I can't wait, darling. You take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. That was author Cordelia Michelson. You guys are author of Girl Part 1 and Part 2 um, of the Binding Series. Uh, make sure you guys go and check out those awesome books available to you on Amazon.com. And you can purchase those um, and create your own little romance going on. So big shouts out to Cordelia for coming on here. And so all you guys who are into romance and love books and those with a little spontaneity, uh, these are the books uh, for you. So make sure you go out and you support it and all of those great things. And so what we're going to do is going to take a little commercial break and we're going to share some upcoming news for the rest of the uh, the fall upcoming week, um, our guests and so forth, and we'll be right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Jesus, Lord, 
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And just want to give you guys an update on what's in store, you guys. So coming up on Tuesday, uh, that is January 24th, we are going to have Canadian um, singer Alexis Taylor. He's going to be joining us Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then um, coming up, motivational, inspirational life coach Katrina Young-Sosa will be joining us on Thursday, January 26th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to have a week of amazing and powerful women. And so I am excited and looking forward to it, you guys. And so I hope you guys will join us um, and tell a friend or two about the awesome show and the guests that we have coming up for you guys. And so um, I hope that you guys enjoy your weekend, have a great time, do something you love, something that's going to bring joy to yourself and all those great things. And so what we're going to do is, you guys, we're going to get ready to get out of here, and uh, we're going to do a little throwback with SWV, Use Your Heart, you guys. And so I am Bianca Fly. Once again, thank you guys so much for continuing to support the show and the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And I will see you guys next week, same time, same place. Have a good one.
the body. 